Coming to you from the Vow Exchange in Kansas City, Missouri. This is Catherine. And this is Amy. And you are listening to the I Do Rescue Podcast. Hello. Hello. Welcome back to ID Rescue, uh, episode 13. Yes, I'm indeed. here with the lovely, talented, beautiful Amy Rizzo. And the lovely, talented, beautiful Catherine Hogan. <laughs> Yay. From beautiful Kansas City. Missouri. Missouri. Yes. Yes. I well, was just thinking to myself, there are two kinds of people in the world, Catherine. Okay. The people who love the I Do Rescue <laughs> podcast, the people who have not yet heard the I Do Rescue podcast. <laughs> Only because two people kind. There's only, yeah. only two types. It's, uh, we have a very small listenership right now, but just wait. Oh, my god. People gosh. are going to hear it. I'm, no, I've been watching our um, analytics. It seems like we're getting more. <gasps> yeah, more. Li- well, I mean, like when you and I just looked the other day, it was like, look at that. People actually listen to it. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm looking at the wrong thing because <laughs> it just looks sort of sad from my end. But uh, anyway, I'm glad whoever is listening. We yes. are so happy that you're listening. We are so and happy. You're, you're gaining some uh, wonderful insight and yes. inspiration about your big day. You know, because we are not the podcast for, for planning, planning your, your wedding. wedding. <laughs> <laughs> you're questioning the whole, whole damn Hey. The whole damn thing. The whole damn it. <laughs> the whole fam damn it. Yes. Okay. And first yeah, off, so. I want to apologize. There's two apologies I want to make. Number one, uh, we, we did take a little break and we didn't know we were going to take a little break. So True. normally we would have said that ahead of time. Like, hey, folks, we're going to take gonna a couple weeks. Yeah. Right. We didn't realize we were going to take a little break. We, you know, uh, uh, health issues. I got sick. Time off. Yeah. Poor. And you're going to hear me sniffle, like still flu. sniffle, cough a little bit less. You are feeling better though, right? I am you feeling like better, but I uh, definitely Good. have a, yes. a terrible sinus thing yes. going on. I think it'll sound, it'll sound a little bit nasally still. Yeah. But. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, sound, you look, you look and sound great. So, but yeah, oh, so we, you. we, so we took a, a couple weeks off, but we're back. So we, we apologize for that little, that little unannounced delay. And the other thing I want to apologize for is <laughs> maybe, oh I sh- maybe I don't need to apologize. <laughs> maybe it's actually totally fine. Everybody uh, thinks it's great or whatever. But I went back to listen to episode 12 and I'm like, holy shit. I fucking fuck say fuck so many <laughs> fucking times. You, you cannot apologize about how much you say fuck by literally littering. How many was that? Ten fucks in there? I, mean, yes. I think it was like six, but yes, or whatever. But yeah, it was like so many F-bombs. So I got a little hot. A little hot. There. You know what? <laughs> Hopefully this I, is... I go uh, back and listen to it. I'm like, good Lord. Like I must have had a bee in my bonnet for something. You, I think we both did. And I think, uh, you know, I, I kind of... I, I kind of like it. I think that's uh, <laughs> that is our right as as humans, and I, uh, I feel that uh, the swear words are perfectly wonderful uh, I, ways yeah. of expressing. And sometimes yeah, you maybe. do have to say fucking fuck, 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 fuck. fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> you know, I like to, as we like <laughs> as we exceed our f bomb quota <laughs> in like the right. first beep, what, beep, beep, three beep, minutes yeah, of this podcast. Bleep, this is unlistenable. <laughs> bleep, 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 bleep. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one long I, like ring. If, if anyone hasn't recognized already, we do mark all of our podcasts explicit. So right. uh, just be taking notes. Take note of that. We do pretty much for every episode. So right. Be well, and we are not expecting the, children in the car with little little ones in the car or whatever. Probably right. not the right <laughs> podcast to listen to. <laughs> so so earmuffs. Do, do heed the warning. He, heed the explicit label there. But right. anyway. But uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> we uh, we are what we are. 
Yes. And I am so happy to be back. I miss that recording. It is Me so too. fun. I always have so much fun. It's I so love it. <laughs> it is. It's really fun. And, uh, you know, we get a chance to kind of talk about our lives a little bit and then also hopefully pass on some yes. hopefully I, mean, I like to help people lay down some knowledge some <laughs> fucking knowledge about the wedding industry <laughs> Just, i mean go for broke how many times can you say the f-bomb in this I think episode what we should do okay this is almost like the royals did this this one year it was like this like inside joke the entire team had and it oh, right. started with 1738 um, it was about 1738 the, uh, it was about a fetty wop song whom i don't know who Fetty Wap is. I trap. trap, trap I know it's trap music. I barely know what trap music Singer, is. I guess yeah. He's an artist. Uh, but, but like, and it was related to, was it Lorenzo Cain's walk-up song? Or was it Escobar's? 1738. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it was. I forget uh, which one, whose it was, but. Uh, God, I can't think of it. Uh, trap Queen is the name of the song. Right. And that so, was, yeah, that was his, yeah, you're right. Walk-up song. It was a Cain though, right? Yes. <laughs> I think, I know, I know. I I'm still, it. I'm still mourning I don't the loss care. of our Hosmer, team. I'm sorry. I, you were pretty to look at, but I still am sad. Yeah, about Kane. I love yes. him. You know, my so favorite much. meme of, of of that I saw during the um, the Royals World Series run two years in a row was <laughs> the world is covered. No, two thirds of oh, the right. earth is covered by water. The <laughs> other third is covered by Lorenzo Kane. <laughs> yes. So, yes. but anyway, but it was this inside so joke cute. that the Royals had where they would work in the number 1738 in their interviews all the and time. It was like, yeah. and if they didn't, if they didn't do it, then I guess they got reprimanded in the kangaroo <laughs> court or something. Or they have water on each other's head. <laughs> yeah, some, some yeah. silliness. So like you and I are going to have to like start coming up with a, okay, we are both on the hook for at least <laughs> seven F-bombs. <laughs> and if we don't make it, then yeah, we have some kind of kangaroo court of our own. I don't know. <laughs> This is this is high minded stuff here. <laughs> so, uh, Catherine, yes. um, we, uh, as you mentioned, we've been kind of on a, a, a little hiatus. bit of a break. Yeah. And um, it, we were on a break. We were on a break. <laughs> but not because we didn't like each other. No, 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 no. <laughs> there, yeah, there was no cheating. No. This is not about friends. But um, I wanted to share with you a couple. We, I, I mean, there's some social media stuff, not social media. Current event kind of stuff uh-huh. I wanted to share with you. I think you had something you wanted to tell me sure. too. Something you had seen in a your documentary I watched. But yes, we'll, we'll go into what it. What was minute. it? Well, okay. It's, it it's called the documentary. It's on Netflix. Okay. And by the way, I've been told that when I say like I like I was lying like nasally sound in my voice. <laughs> Mel says that when I say Netflix, I sound like I'm saying Netflix. Netflix. It's on Netflix. <laughs> like I'm like a valley girl or something. Oh God, it's on don't Netflix. do that. So well, it was on otherwise, Netflix. it's Netflix. Ne- it was on Netflix. How are you supposed to say it? Netflix. Netflix. Like when I guess I say it so fast, it's like Netflix. Netflix. Not. Not anyway. Oh God. <laughs> I swear we're not high, guys. I swear we're just. <laughs> this is literally like, a Tuesday What is it about that e sound? Not Netflix. Yeah, Netflix. <laughs> yeah. No. It's, so it's on Netflix, and it's uh the it's called Behind the Curve. And it's a um, it's a documentary about uh, looking into the group of people because it's not really about this topic. It's really about the group of people who believe in the flat Earth theory or concept or whatever it's called. Okay, belief. I don't know. <laughs> people who people who genuinely believe the Earth is flat, and they're called flat Earthers. And the documentary is more about them than it was about Flat Earth, whatever. <laughs> and, okay. oh, my God, it was I am just going so to amazing. my comments. Please continue. It was just <laughs> so amazing. Like, it was so funny. Like, 
and you know the people who made the documentary they they honestly made it with the with the intention of okay so there are people out there who believe the earth is flat and there are people and i'm not going to pass judgment because that would be anti what this documentary actually um purveys which is you know don't don't tell people who believe the earth is flat that they're fucking crazy why i know i know it would seem <laughs> it would seem logical to say that i know and but they're saying that um, sometimes people can get into, you know, belief systems or think, thinking things that are maybe like kind of out there, like on the fringe. Right. And it's really um, uh, natural for the rest of society to be like, that's b- bananas. Why would you ever believe us? You know, that's actually right. But when you do that, then it further drives a wedge between us. Um, Correct. So the analogy that they made was like, if a, if a, kid comes to you and I understand that these are grown ass adults that are <laughs> believing this stuff but if a kid comes to you and says hey I think the earth is flat you wouldn't be like you're fucking in- you're a fucking idiot kid what are you <laughs> thinking you're so stupid and dumb like give me a fucking break like you would not say that I mean you probably first of all wouldn't use that many f-bombs with that kid I might but <laughs> but you might um I've been known to every now and then. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, 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 I swear I, openly. I'm going to apologize right now to my best but friend's daughter who I saw. And I'm sure she heard plenty of F-bombs come out of my mouth when we hung out last weekend. But sorry, I'm sorry, Peyton. <laughs> I'm sorry, sweetheart. <laughs> anyway, she, you should not be listening just to this podcast. Just, that'll, that'll, just so you know, you shouldn't be listening to this podcast. Shannon, shame on you if you're listening to this with Peyton in the car. Anyway moving on but <laughs> but you wouldn't say that to a kid you wouldn't be like you're an idiot why could you why would you possibly believe that you'd be like okay well you know you'd have a, a logical conversation with them to say well this is why you know we've believe you know that it's considered that the earth is round um you know these books these scientists these photos and all this stuff and and they would say well i heard this that and the other thing well you'd have a conversation with them but you wouldn't just instantly kind of shut them down and be like you're an idiot so so the documentary didn't you know recommended not doing that <laughs> with right grown adults but i mean okay but this is the i mean you if you could only see my face while <laughs> catherine's been telling the story i've been trying to hold my hold my hold my response but um the thing about a kid, because, you know, I do I do have a seven-year-old, almost right. eight-year-old, who is at that point now where sure. I heard, you know, blah, 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 whatever she uh-huh. heard. And I say, uh-huh. well, got it. You know, you understand things like you're just saying. And yeah. then you say, well, but here's why, you know. And right. here's like, it's not like this is a, you know, my, my personal opinion right. about this. This is, you know, how we right. have learned. To, I mean, we have, we have, we have photographs and we have sure you know lots of and, and a lot and the folks who are on the flatter side i mean they have all kinds of things that they would quote as being evidence and this and that too okay but i right. suppose the thing is is that like with like a child this is yeah. this is the difference between these people they first of all they're grown adults right who have <laughs> a wealth of who are capable of handling a, an occasional f-bomb well and furthermore can uh you know should be able to engage in critical thinking right. and be able to question their own belief system right. number one number two you know when a seven-year-old you know well i did, don't have uh access to you know research that has been done oh you know i can show you clearly you know all yeah. of these things the kid's gonna be like well okay i'm convinced there's no way that right. you're gonna be able to talk to this person who flat earther and say well look at all these pictures and right. like, obviously this is why you know this widely believed that's not that is not happening right so therefore <laughs> i can say 
that's nonsense. Right. You know, like if you choose, if you willingly choose to believe. But they're but they would argue that they're using their critical thinking to refute all the evidence that's out there and that they're taking science just to the next level where science just stopped or level, the next level. What, what level yeah. is that? Um, and then also, I think that there is a belief. And then again, this is just for this is about folks who believe that. By the way, I will clarify the earth is round as far as I am concerned. <laughs> I will I will just put that out there. But um but for folks who do believe the earth is flat, I'm still taking a moment to like say that without snickering. Um I apologize. I did the very thing I was told not to do. But <laughs> but um that uh these are folks who have like kind of a distrust of authority and you know just being told that this is the way it is. And Again, not saying that I think that this is a, a you know something that we should completely defend, but you could argue that like, you know, part of being an, a human is being inquisitive and wanting to investigate, wanting to do your own experiments, wanting to discover science, and not just being told, you know, it's kind of like the science fair, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, you might be told that hey, if you add like what baking soda and what vinegar, vinegar is that what it is? And it'll it or whatever, yeah, it will 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 create a big you know foaming, and somebody might tell you that that's going to happen, but you kind of don't believe it until you see it for yourself. Sure, right? So there's something to be said for that. But yeah, it is kind of crazy. <laughs> Regardless, this this documentary it was pretty it was it was pretty cute, but I thought it was also a nice way to help for those of us who are firmly in the earth is round category and the fact that there are actually categories, which is kind of crazy, um, that there are actually, that this is just the flat earth thing is actually one version that we're all flat earthers about something, that there's something that you believe and you will take it to your grave and somebody's going to disagree with you till the end of their days and you're going to be no i'm you know you everybody's a little bit crazy and a little bit um you know on the off the rocker about something and it might be you know like i firmly believe not you cannot wear white after labor day like sure, bullshit that, like bullshit yeah. like that like like seriously but somebody but we all have a version of that so yeah okay but i mean okay and this is what keeps going through my head <laughs> Is that like, you know, I mean, it's just a, a cliche, it's a whatever, is that like you're entitled to your own opinions, uh-huh. but you're not entitled to your own facts. Right. You do not get to pick and choose. Yes, but if you think of it this way, and Mel and I actually just had this conversation uh-huh. on our road trip yesterday when we were coming back <laughs> from Texas, <laughs> that, that, that like the facts look different depending on which camera is taking it. So like if you I use, agree. like if you use like a... Um, like a replay instant replay for like a football game and like was that a touchdown you know this camera shows that his foot didn't cross the you know the line but this camera does you know like not you know it depends on what camera you're looking at the facts look different so you know you could argue that there's that there's you know that there are versions of that but yes but then eventually you come to a conclusion when you look at all the things and you know but but yes but we're all depending on what sort of what ca- what camera you're sitting behind? The world looks different. That and, is and true, and I think ways. that is also a very perfect segue to the uh, things I was actually going to mention to you. Yes. And it was like, you know, um, the first thing was uh, Saturday Night Live. You know, Pete Davidson, one of the younger guys yeah. in the cast. You know, yeah. got on there, and he, you know, I was doing. He was doing some kind of monologue uh, on the news about yeah um, canceling this is sort of like all one of the same canceling artists you know basically quitting oh, yes. you know, stopping listen li- stopping listening to people like r kelly or michael yes. jackson yes. once you know 
things kind of come to light about who they are sort of That's in real, real life. people. Like, can you still laugh at Bill Cosby? Like, is that, yeah, yeah right. Are you, you know, like, yeah. I love, one of my very favorite movies, always, is American Beauty. And yes. I, I love that movie, but I just can't can like it anymore. Yeah, right. I mean, I like the movie, I guess, but part of it, I mean, I actually would say, I don't think I realized exactly how big of a part of uh, why I love that movie is because I love Kevin Spacey's character and I, yeah. I, I, I empathize with him and you know that's that's the feel good part of it is this person kind of has this like reawakening and reawakening and yeah. that's you know then you know I mean I, and I, it really helped me well not helped me but I it really got me thinking about like when you when you uh, invest in an artist or somebody who's sort of out on you know in, in the you know the world of music or or film or whatever that uh-huh. you're really kind of buying more than just the music itself yes. but the personality and the you know the the past the image the, the, the image yeah. and um you know like i'm a huge prince fan and uh you know you kind of accept the fact that yeah prince was probably kind of a kind of a jackass and you know maybe a little bit of a there, yeah. a little bit of a big head and all that stuff but maybe rightly so and sure. i can accept that Right. That's part of the narrative, that's and that's not against the law to be no kooky and, and yeah, yeah he, kooky. You be kooky all you want, but and um, you know, and I'm sad that he found himself in a place where you know he basically was abusing opi- opioids. So right. that's really sad. I right. feel bad. I feel down petty. Same way, like that really hurts my heart to hear that. Yeah, but it doesn't change who they were in my mind. Like right. they still are, you know. Yeah, the narrative behind the kind of music that they made. But yeah, definitely, it's hard. You know, the yeah. Michael. J- I did watch the Michael Jackson. See, yeah, I don't think I can watch it honestly. Well, I, I mean, I, I I, and I'm choosing not to. And but what sucks is that now does that mean that everybody who's watched that, and I know it's probably not great. I'm just gonna go out on a limb there and hear that we're probably learning a lot about this person that we don't want to know, or yeah, it's not great news, or that you suspected and we're just sort <sighs> of hoping that hoping was just, it wasn't true yeah, or like whatever. a rumor or yeah. something. But um, but then like now if I choose not to watch it, or maybe I'm just the dumbass who's never heard of the Nutfucks uh, <laughs> documentary about Michael Jackson, and I'm like you know bopping around in my convertible, you know, with PYT plant, you know, just like oh god, would been, <laughs> would be, like, of course it typical, has to be PYT, right? Yeah, oh Pretty my young god, thing. I didn't even intentionally <laughs> say it, but yes, even worse, which I you know flipping yeah. love that song so you, much. Yeah, but how much do you but love now, it? But right? now is it forever ruined? And it's Kinda. so sad. But okay, that's but then it, yeah. you know, take it one step further and say, well, that was you know, so maybe the person, the Michael Jackson who did these horrible things was the Michael Jackson who is well like at least 10 20 years past the you know the um off the wall I think that's or thriller I don't know so I don't know what the documentary says like when this stuff started happening but um always but like yeah it's kind of like you know like can you ever enjoy that again and now yeah. and now are people going to give me dirty looks if I'm like totally like you know, rocking yeah, out loud that's, well, in that's my convertible. The whole, that's the whole thing that uh, you know. Awful. I mean, you know, Pete Davidson's uh, you know s- solution was like every time I listen to you know PYT or you know the remix to Ignition, I have to pay a dollar towards yeah. you know uh, uh, you know charities that help f- with physical abuse or you right. know you know whatever that in kind order of stuff to justify it. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, you know, like you have to pay your penance somehow. Yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, it's it's a little bit of a dark subject, but I also think it kind of ties in with you what you were saying about the flat Earth stuff, where it's uh-huh. like you know you can choose to look at it or not. Right, you know, it doesn't change 
the reality of things. Right. You know, you can you can choose to accept that the world is flat or world is round. It's it makes no difference. It doesn't right. change the reality of the situation. So right. it is just a matter of how do you want to live in the world? And if you feel better living the in the world that you feel is flat, whatever, who cares? Right. And yeah. if it makes you feel better to, you know, you know, listen to PYT in peace, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I so can see it. it now. There's like, um, <laughs> there are like, um, you know, people around the world, like, totally like locking all their like shutting the windows like going into their soundproof bathroom right. or putting on their headphones yeah. and just like quietly like rocking out to this music that's no longer socially acceptable to like <laughs> anymore i mean but you know you're going to now that's a guilty pleasure that's you where know you, yeah, you're, you're like, going you know to better. you know you're gonna turn on i mean i can't live my life without th- i mean oh, for fuck's sake i had my entire well 20 i forget what it was 20 or 31st birthday or whatever uh, whatever year he died, like he died like two days before my birthday, uh, yeah, and yeah, right. and I I was already planning an entire oh no Michael Jackson <laughs> theme party. Right. Did I ever tell you the story? Yes, yes. You did. And like it was specifically a Thriller themed birthday party, like because I grew up on the album Thriller. It was a big part of my childhood, and you know it's what I f- was first introduced to pop music, and I was like I'm sold. Like I love pop music, and um and it was such a fixture. And so I wanted to bring that back for my birthday. But like, this is a part of me that's always been a part of me. And I want to celebrate that. So we'll, we're going to celebrate Michael Jackson thriller. <laughs> and then he dies. Literally. <laughs> so two now days, it's a memorial party. <laughs> two days, now it's a memorial party. But we had yeah. so much fun. I learned how to do the thriller dance. I taught my friends how to do it. It was a celebration of this man's life and his music and dance and, you know, and, and all the joy that it brings people and you look at his songs like feed the world and man in the mirror. And I mean, there's some songs that are really about finding a better human being inside of yourself. I mean, it's like, does that now undo all of that? I mean, it's just so crazy. It's really crazy. Yep. I agree. Yeah, I agree. And, uh, yeah, I'm suddenly depressed. Don't be depressed. <laughs> I, don't be depressed. I mean, it's, and it's, you know, it's funny, like, you know, that I think also kind of makes you appreciate the, uh, the artists out there who are, you know, truly inspiring and who do cool stuff. And, you know, yeah. for every Michael Jackson, there's a Bruce Springsteen or somebody out there who's like a really good guy and, you know, makes great music, but also like, is or, a, yeah, or, or like, whoever, I don't know. I yeah. mean, like, but, uh, and, and, you know, and also it's like, you know, kind of makes you question like how much we invest in our, our celebrities. Right. As well. I mean, so. I, I think there was totally like a Growing Pains episode about this. I remember <laughs> like I think Kurt Cameron's character, like his little brother. Oh, I forget the little Kurt kid. Kurt Cameron is the worst offender was of all it, of them. There was it Kurt? No, but this is like, I know, but Kurt I'm Cameron, yeah, like but kid. You Kurt know what Cameron, happened to I him. know, which he ends Woo. up being weirdo too. But, um, but like. In the episode, he was like super into this, mis- or I think his younger brother, who played his, was it, was it Leonardo DiCaprio? Who was a kid who played? <laughs> no, I don't. There like somebody, some young kid who's like kind of popular now, who played his younger brother in the show. I'm this blanking. is beyond my. Ugh, anyway, <laughs> well, anyway, in the episode, this guy, this kid, loved this musician, and he had went to the concert and got tickets, got to meet the guy, and the guy was a complete fucking asshole to him, and. <sighs> in oh, person yeah. and the and it kind of broke the kid's heart he's like i still i love this music but man this guy is a fucking jerk and of course right. they totally said fucking jerk in the show and it was a family show they didn't i'm just kidding i'm living i'm not living here <laughs> <laughs> i'm just making sure i, I hit my f-bomb quota <laughs> so they didn't say it on growing no, things no but not even um, a bleep 
No. Yeah, okay. No. I bleep that out. I'm growing pains for sure. For real. <laughs> but, um, but anyway, but it was really funny. I, and like, like, can you, can you continue to like somebody's, right. you know, work, even though you've learned that they're a complete jerk? So it's a very good question. And, uh, you know, I mean, we, uh, we will have to. Well, and then you add it, make it more complicated. There's a difference between being a complete jerk and then also being a flat out criminal. And that takes it in next. Right, step. right, yeah. right. Well, I mean, and I, I would say that, uh, I would y- apply the, um, the standard that I apply for most levels of crazy and I would go I mean you can, I don't know what you want to call this you know, deviance I suppose but uh-huh. um, you are welcome this is my personal stance on this is right every person in the world is welcome to be as absolutely crazy as they choose yes. to be yes. but don't you get that on me <laughs> do not expect me <laughs> to, to ac- yeah. you know accommodate <laughs> your yeah. crazy views. Do not expect me to make a law, vote, ma- vote a law in for it. No, and don't <laughs> expect me to you know like make it easier for you to do yeah. this weird shit. And it's like, and if it isn't, if what your weird you know thing you is shit. that you have you know if you're you got some predilection towards children. I mean, I am sorry that that's the case, but you are not allowed yeah. to harm other people it's no. not that is not acceptable yeah. sorry you got to figure out a better way because yeah. that's you know you're getting it on other people and that's yeah. not cool not cool not cool i don't know we've really de- delved into i some, know some it's, like, it's like this whole other like th- th- we swear anybody who's just not tuning in this is truly a podcast about weddings <laughs> we promise you can always fast forward <laughs> okay. past it if you need so, to okay so uh, yeah. on that note let's get into our topic today <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> so we um it's funny because we're calling this episode uh, "Save or Not Survive Your Wedding." Saver, saver. So um, you know that it's okay to actually enjoy something, even though it's inherently evil. No, we're just <laughs> kidding. Your, your wedding day is not inherently evil, but <laughs> no, but but setting yourself up to succeed yes. Yes. on your big day, yeah, right, yeah, so that you so can actually enjoy it, conscience free, <laughs> right, with <laughs> a free conscience. But um, no, so. So to start our conversation, you know, it's kind of, we're kind of reacting to what we hear, which is, um, so most, most folks, you know, you're getting engaged, you're going to get married. And, uh, and I'll be honest, I don't know that a lot of folks out there, you know, okay. So like wedding planners are awesome. And for those who have a budget line for their event to hire a wedding planner, then you're kind of set like you've got somebody to take care of whatever your heart desires but a lot of folks myself included didn't really have a budget for a wedding planner Mm -mm. a lot of us are doing it on our own diy in it you know so (laughs) you know so it's like it's not yeah you don't have somebody there to take care of the things for you and all that so so you're kind of doing it yourself um and uh you know because it's a considerable expense to hire a wedding planner and uh, so, so their natural incl- inclination then when you're getting engaged and you're like, okay, so I'm now going to plan my own wedding. You start in on this, like you're going to plan it like you're a wedding planner. Which, which at the beginning, yeah. it's like, ooh, that this seems, is so fun. Yeah, it is make logical. choices and it's yeah. fun and exciting. It's a plan. It's a project. It's People fun. love project. I love a project. Yeah. Love a project. Let's go shopping. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> let's, let's solve this thing. And oftentimes that's really fun. You know, projects it's are fun. fun to pin things on Pinterest. Yes. Yes. Fun to plan. Like if you're doing like a, a party for your friend or whatever, you know, like, oh my gosh, my friend turned um, 40, my, you know, when Shannon turned 40 yeah. and I got to plan her 40th birthday. So fun. 
so fun, you know, and like she's my super irreverent friend who I fucking love. And she, you know, so like immediately it was like we, we literally um, titled uh, her friend, her Dallas friend and I who were kind of putting it together. Uh, we, we called the the board. Shannon is fucking turning 40 or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> fucking 40. It was hilarious. Yeah. Like the F-bomb uh, birthday. We were like, this is <laughs> yeah. so Shannon. And I totally found a birthday candle. Um, that, to go on the top of her cake, which yeah. was a wax um, mold of a, of a hand, like flipping you off. And that's it was a candle. And we're like, so that's her birthday cake candle. <laughs> you know? So like it was so fun planning it, you know, because yeah. it was super irreverent and you know fun to kind of envision something really unique. And for my friend, because she is my you know nearest and dearest, I would, you know, work with sweat and tears to make it perfect and nice and wonderful for her. Sure. And happy to do it. But we're not talking about my friend's birthday party. We're talking about a wedding, your wedding, right? Right. Well, but 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 also you note here that you are planning the wedding for somebody else. So yeah. Shannon could just uh, be, yeah, she could enjoy it. She, she wasn't it. the one planning she, it. Yeah, she was a guest of honor. Yeah. But when you're planning a wedding, you're planning it for yourself. You're the guest of honor. But yet you're yes. doing the work. Exactly. Yeah. It's a different deal. It really is yeah. a totally different deal. And I mean, I was using this uh, analogy earlier because I, I have had many jobs in the past working as like, uh, you know, admin, you know, executive assistant, yeah. at, you know, event planner at kind of a corporate level. Yeah. You know, and that's a similar kind of thing. At first, it's really fun. We did like a high school prom theme and it was really fun to find, the, you know, the, and yeah, it was awesome. Uh-huh. You know, and the, oh, what kind of cake are we going to do? Uh-huh. And ooh, the, how cheesy could the decorations be and all that stuff. And it's awesome. And the night of the party, you know, uh-huh. I am, you know, I'm mean, going to have a couple of drinks and have hang out and have fun. But uh-huh. ultimately, I'm I'm in charge. Right. You know, and the party is for the uh, for the staff. Right. And I am receiving a paycheck. Right. For doing this. This right. is part of my job requirement. Right. right. So it's fine. And I'm, I expect to be kind of running the show and right. be, you know, being in charge of it, you know. And so, right. like, that fun part turns into the party, which turns into work, yes. which is fine and dandy when that is your job. Your job. Yeah. And you know you're working and you're working for money and that's, and that's part of the deal and you're fine. And it's fine, you know. But what's not fine <laughs> is, like, who, who the fuck wants to work on their wedding day? I mean, because, like, if you're planning your wedding, you are not just planning your wedding, like, you know, 12 months. Like, when you get engaged, say you plan your wedding day is 12 months from that day. You're not just planning it 12 months out. You're not just planning it 10 months out. You're not just planning it one month out. You're planning it up to the day of. And you are planning it during the day. You're managing every detail that you have set in. All those little things you set in place. Now you are helping making Making sure that all all there fall. It's all, yeah, it's all executed. And, you know, and I, and I think that that's the pro like, I think that's challenging for folks when they, okay, so you're planning it and you start to approach it like a wedding planner. And, and this is why, and I've said it in previous episodes, like the wedding industry's version of modernizing the Mm -hmm. wedding planning process is to create all those idiotic tools and just making them digital, like making them like, (laughs) you know, so what used to be a big stupid fucking binder that had like what to do 12 months before your wedding, what to do, you know, 10 months before your wedding, what to do, you know, (laughs) seven days before your wedding. And it's like a a little checklist for every fucking day as it leads up. And like, you're supposed to check, 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 check it all off and what to do the (laughs) day of. 
And it's like, no, that is that yeah. you're no. Well, yeah, this, just just changing that, that into a digital format. It does not it's make not easier. it easier. No, it's still now it's just bananas. Now it's just on your phone in front of you all the time. Yes, it's right. just it's still fucking bananas. So you're so that is <laughs> so that is the answer that you are provided by the current wedding industry is yeah. you are now the wedding planner and you must follow these to do lists and the whatever list you know however many days months weeks it is before your wedding. Not to mention the, list the stakes get higher and higher. The lists get longer and yes. longer. And the expectations yes. and the Pinterest you know bar keeps getting raised and yes. yeah you're you're and, yeah. setting yourself up for yeah major and the stress. culmination of all that planning that happens on your wedding day <laughs> there's gonna be somebody there to make sure it comes together guess who gets to run that show yeah guess who's now in charge of that you fun so, <laughs> yay you get to work on your wedding day everybody that's <laughs> fucking amazing who doesn't, doesn't want to do that who don't want to do that that's amazing no, yeah, just sarcastic. Yeah. <laughs> totally not okay. So, all right. So, ideally, we get to savor our wedding day, and we're not working on our wedding day because that's miserable. And uh, I think that you know the wedding day is it's sort of this um, life marker, right? So, the wedding day is this isn't just like another, like you were saying, like a party, like for your corporate office or whatever. Right. This isn't just a project. This isn't just a fun project. This is a big dang deal for you. Like, like, uh, like your graduation day, for example, and we were talking about this earlier. It's, you know, when you graduate high school, college, whatever life as you know, it is never going to be the same. It's a transitional it's a complete transition. Yeah. It's a transitional event. It's a different, it, your life is completely different. Like now, probably for most married folks nowadays, there's probably a lot of things that stay the same. A lot of folks are still living with each other before they get married and some they may have families things, and kids, and that but there's thing. still a lot that changes. Now you're banking, everything like the expectations of, of so much really does, you know, technically shift once you've actually gotten married. Well, and honestly, if it wasn't, you know, didn't have some sort of, you know, emotional, um, sort of psychological weight. Then it, why would you bother doing it in the first place? Right. You know, right. I mean, aside from being a legal thing, you're date there all are the time, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a reason you you yeah, make that step, which is fine for folks. That you're buying. That, you're, yeah. not, you're no longer you're no longer renting. Yes, you still live in that house, but uh-huh. now you own it. Right. It, it, you take care of it in a different way. So right. Totally. It is a big deal. It is a big deal. And so so I'm just going to put that out there for folks. As you are thinking about your wedding day, when you're, you know, you're engaged, you're planning your wedding, this isn't just a project. Let me tell you. This isn't just something, that, oh, yeah, I get to plan my wedding. It'll be so fun. Uh-uh. It's, this is a major day that when it comes down to it, um, you're going to want to feel able to f- to you know sort of transition into this new life this new world this new you know phase of your life you know you don't this isn't just a a checklist yep this isn't a, you can't check off um change my life forever check you know like <laughs> it doesn't work like that like this isn't a simple fucking checklist that you can just do on a fucking planner you know like, this I, isn't that's not what this is it's so true and i mean it's at about least for the bride and groom and it's about bride bride i mean we're gonna group. kind of we're gonna end up kind of at this point but it's uh, but you know it's it's a matter of um being able to really let your hair down yes of a daughter and she eventually goes to bed uh-huh. at night you know and like from the time I get home, she gets home from school at three o'clock till what, nine thirty. Right. You know, even if I'm doing my own thing, she's doing her own thing. I'm always kind of in the back of my mind, like in mom mode. Yeah. You know, like I you know, oh, what do you need? You know, oh, she needs to take a bath or, you know, whatever. She might fall or whatever. But sure. that moment when she falls asleep and right. she's like done because she doesn't wake up in the middle of the night, she's basically out. 
right? Right. That is like all of a sudden I'm off duty and it feels so amazing. And there's this thing that sort of changes mentally. Nothing. I mean, I'm yeah. in the same house. Nothing's really changed. It's like, right. I feel like I can turn my music up a little bit louder. Yes. I can watch whatever I want. Yeah. You know, I don't, ha- I, all of a sudden like the expectations are gone. Yeah. You know, and, and I feel like that is kind Your of day an analogy. Your day is now yours. The day is. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And there's something about that that I really, that is what I'm hoping that we can ho- hopefully help brides get to is that like point where you're like, okay, I'm done. I'm done with all the things that I need to do. Right. And I can really turn it off and just sort of, you know, let my hair down. Yeah. When you, you wake know? up on your wedding day that you're like, I'm getting married today. And and it's great. And then you don't have to be like, oh, okay, I've got to be here by this time. And I need to make sure that this is done by this time. And yeah. if I don't make it by here, then I won't get my hair done in time. And I mean, good Lord. Let's, that <laughs> sounds like a fucking That's nightmare. No, fun. no That's nobody no wants fun. to do that. All nobody right. wants so to anyway, do that. We, yeah. Okay. So then, so then we wanted, we kind of, you know, wanted to give some thoughts to our folks out there listening. So, you know, how do you get out of, out of, how do you get out of working on your wedding day? And, um, you know, and I use that in air quotes, you know, so how can you not be the wedding planner on your wedding day? You know, the one who's sitting there making sure that the cake got delivered on time and that the flowers are the correct shade of and whatever. All your, yeah. You all know. your bridesmaids are doing their job that yeah. you've assigned to them. Yeah. How garlands you, get yeah. hung in the right how spot. How can you not be that person? So how do you get out of that? And, um, and I also wanted to say that, uh, by the way, this today's topic, you know, we're just kind of putting it together in like a culmination, but basically our entire podcast is about this, which is, um, sort of putting your wedding day in a, in a, in a, thinking of it in a different way that you can get out of those trappings that have been pre-described for you just by history just because that's the way it's always been done. So now you have to do it that way too. So that is the reason for this podcast, by the way. Um, and then, and it's this, um, the belief that the way things are done, mm-hmm. that they kind of just rob, rob you of the joy of the actual day. So um, updating our attitude about what our day means can help us think differently and have different expectations for the day. So rather than if the flowers are the correct shade of pink or, or whatever, you know, like, you can um, re- you know, have a different you know, expectation for what your day is so that you don't have to consternate over completely meaningless things. Yeah. Because right. quite frankly, they, they quite possibly are meaningless. Exactly. And so when we say, you know, we're not here to help you plan your wedding. We're ho- here to help you question the whole, the whole damn, damn thing. thing. Yes. That whole, the whole thing behind that is to say, you know, all these traditions, all of these shoulds, you know, you go, anybody who's ever gone to therapy, you know, your, your, your counselor's first thing is going to be like, you know, get, you know, you're shitting, you're shitting all over yourself. They'll say. <laughs> really? You know? I love that yep. expression. Yeah. <gasps> Don't shit all over yourself. S-H-O-U-L-D. Oh, no, That's and such a good way of putting that. It is. And it, and it is a, you know, and it's a really, you know, it's a useful technique, you know, psychologically, you know, and like, well, I really should, you know, whatever millions of things sure. on a daily basis that you say to you, I should be the certain weight. I should, yes. you know, um, take, I shouldn't swear on my kids. I should, you know, what all right. this kind of stuff. And it's like that, that is completely arbitrary. Right. It doesn't, again, there's no, pol- you know, there are police police, but there are, there are like, <laughs> you should stop at a stop sign, but you should follow the laws. Yeah. But, but you uh, should worry you know, about what, how loud you're singing in your car and how dumb <laughs> you look while you're singing it. Right. And the, person who times, like, <laughs> the things that really, like you. you know, pin us in as humans and, and, you know, really affect the happiness in our own personal lives yes. is that those 
and I think sometimes we don't even realize we yeah. have them. The totally. shoulds of like, you know, why? I don't yes. know. I should have 200 people at my wedding. I should, yes. you know, wear a white dress. I should. I mean, it's stupid. The amount. I mean, truly, if you think about all the decisions you make on a daily basis and how yes. much of them are based on should, shoulds is, yes. is, oh, my God, it's overwhelming. Well, and so yeah. we are trying to help you undo the some shoulds. of those expectations that you might yes. be putting on yourself and saying that a lot of those shoulds are completely if you you know if you put your hand on their ghosts they're not real they're, they're not they only real. exist in your head right you know the specific example that i just shared with you a little little bit ago is um amy here has uh introduced me to and actually i'd seen it advertised on uh social media the new weight loss lifestyle app called noom n-o-o-m yeah noom and listen to us, we sound like we're fucking advertising for this. But well, I know, yeah. but but and it sounds it seems like a really great program and I know you're really enjoying I love it. it. I'm really Mel, I'm, I'm my husband, Mel and I both signed up for it. He's yeah. enjoying it. I think he's already lost like five or six pounds. Oh, is that right? Good for yeah, him. So, but uh, that's not saying much, honestly. Like Mel Mel just has to stop thinking about beer and he'll just like <laughs> instantly lose yeah, five yeah, or six yeah, yeah. pounds. But but I but, will say that you're but, gonna get there. But this is a it's a much yes, bigger it's a much bigger thing. thing. And so one thing that I I liked about it going in initially was that they were not going to tell you what to eat what not to eat because they know that that's not sustainable and not going to actually change because you're going to eat what you want to eat what they want to do is get down to the bottom of why are you eating what you're eating and or why are you how how did you end up in this place where you know you're you know you're in a, in a state of physical health or whatever that's not what you want to be you know, you're a little too heavy you're a little too whatever and the first step that they have you do <laughs> is actually where I got stuck and decided to discontinue the use of Noom. And it had nothing to do with them. It wasn't that they weren't right for me. Right. Was the question of why do you want to lose weight? Like, why does it matter to you? Why? Yep. And the why was a really big one. Uh, and I and then they said, you know, type it down. Like, you know, type out why, why do you want to do this? Right. And, and then, then be like a little kid and keep asking why yourself, does that but matter? Why? But why? But why? But why? You know, like, um, so I was like, okay, um, I don't want to see a muffin top when I put on my pants. Why? <laughs> why? Uh, cause it didn't look good. Why? Because somebody told me it didn't look good or whatever. Okay. So then why not buy bigger pants? Okay. So I'll buy bigger pants. So why is that a problem? <laughs> you know, so every, every time I would go down a road, I, I got to the end to the end. Why was yeah. I really don't care that but you're I actually happier that in I'm your actually own skin. totally happy as I am. Right. I might, you know, ideally I might look a little slimmer, but that's just the vain part of me. Right. But, that, but that's well, only but that's really just the society saying I look better when I'm but slimmer. that's awesome. And I think that, you know, I'm keep pointing and pointing at you. Like, <laughs> you can't see this, but um, I'm very excited. <laughs> uh, but I mean, I think that if that is your takeaway that yes. from that, even if it's just yeah. two weeks that you paid for or didn't pay yeah. for or whatever is like if you take away yeah. from that, like, you know what? I'm actually pretty happy in my yeah. own skin. That the is only a pretty reason, big damn deal. Yeah. The only reason that I thought I wanted to use it was because I thought I should way less right there was a should i should all over myself <laughs> by by you know thinking that i needed to lose weight when actually i'm like i'm fine i don't you know i can do the things i want to do and you look perfectly beautiful i feel you wear yeah. whatever the heck you want you look yeah. amazing in it it's, i might you know yeah. I, that might just be a slightly larger size nowadays but not like 
for me, not drastically. Like I've been a you know solid size twelve for a good ten plus years. Yep. So you know, like it's not you know just because I look a little more round and full in the in that size twelve pair of jeans does not mean that it's. You know that that's a bad thing. So right, and and, and so, so the much should got my way. The should got my way. And, and honestly, I have been doing Noom now. It's probably been about two and a half months or something like that. And um, I love it because it. I had a different approach to it, which was like I really did feel like there was some um, choices I was making on uh-huh. a day to day basis that I wasn't really fully aware of, or ways that I was setting myself up to fail. Right. That really impacted my not not. It really wasn't about. You know, my big why wasn't about my weight, really. It was that I felt like I was operating at about 75% of what I really wanted to. And a lot of it had to do with, you know, just not handling my stress properly. Or, again, putting myself up, you know, in situations that, you know, like basically running on empty on my tank. And, you know, trying to give my daughter attention when I didn't have anything left in my cup to give, you know. And, And those types of things. You know, having too much stress and cortisol in your life can yeah. truly Trash screw you. Like, I feel yeah. like I look better when I look in the mirror now than I have in a long Aww. time. Just because I feel That's like awesome. I look rested. Yeah. I feel like I'm taking better care of myself. Yes. I feel like, you know, and I mean, I've lost a few pounds. But yeah. that is, I don't even, that's so secondary now. Right. And it's really cool. helping me feel like I have some control over how I am um handling my day-to-day right. operations. Right. So yes. with that in mind, yeah. and I think this is what we're both kind of getting to, is right. that, you know, uh, getting that, like the, the whys out of the yes. way and the shoulds out of the way from the very beginning of your planning process yes. can really help you make a better choice about where you end up at the end yes. of your journey here. Yes. Because, you know, if you keep asking yourself why, well, I want to be, you know, I want my, my wedding to be photographed and in a blog. Why? Right. Is it, yeah. I mean, why does it why? matter? Why? Yeah, that's a pretty big why. Truly why. You know? And truly why. You know, yeah. I want people to admire me. Why? You know, well, I keep going. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, and you keep going until you find yourself. <laughs> you at keep that going dead until end. you find yourself in therapy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> to discover why you feel inadequate and must well, have your wedding <laughs> right, but, featured but, in the knot. <laughs> but you may uh-huh. end up at that end of that yeah. th- that questioning and realizing, like, yeah. you know what? I don't care. I don't care if I'm in the knot. This isn't for them. It's for yes. me. And I, and for all I care, I can have a wedding in my living room and I don't, I mean, I could be wearing my robe, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, when you start breaking all that down and you do start asking yourself questions yeah. about, you know, what is it you want to go? Expect? What is it you want to expect? Yeah. So, so we, we kind of did put together sort of a literal, like what, I guess a, it's five steps, five five steps to a wedding you want. I mean, and I hate doing anything that's a list or, you know, steps like as, as if it's a recipe that can be followed, but it is a, it is a, um, more like an equation, right? It's a recipe. It's sort an equation. It is like a, you have to do like with equations, you have to do certain parts of it first in order to get an answer that's actually accurate. Right. We're if trying you do to it get out you out. Of, of, if you kind of do it out of yep. order, then you end up with something you didn't want. Right. Right. And we're trying, we, and we're, I think what we're trying to do is, um, set you on the road to ending up at the end of that road at a place where you are savoring truly your day, happy not yeah, just not surviving not just surviving it not just stressing yes. yourself out at the end yes. and so we're trying to help we're going to point your boat in a direction that's going to help you end yes. up in a really nice place right so the first question to ask yourself question number one is how do you want to feel on your day so like well, we have a couple examples um, do you want the feeling of being, you know, surrounded by the furthest reaches of the people in your life? 
everybody you've ever known everyone you've and, ever known and yeah. that those people need to be part of your life like are part of this experience for you in order to feel like distant relatives friends and friends yes you, you want know. them to witness yes. your your um transition into this new life yeah. this new married life that you're going into or um do you want the feeling of intimacy with being able to savor the moment of your moments of your day with a select few people who are the nearest and dearest to you, you know? So like that person that, you know, always makes you smile every time you get on the phone with them, you know, or you see them and like, they're just your favorite person ever. And you want to make sure that they're part of that. Like, and you don't want to have to share it with a bunch of other people. Like you want those, like maybe it's your parents or maybe it's your best friend or maybe it's your sister, your brother, you know, whoever, maybe it's nobody, but you and your, or maybe it's your just partner. you too. Yeah. Um, that, that it's more important to you to be able to spend more of your day completely focused on the people that make you the happiest. So like that would be an example. Another one is, do you want the feeling of like a wild, fun, rowdy party? You know, like Like, lots of energy. Yeah. Yeah. Dancing and, you know, just going crazy and having a grand old time. Like it's, it's a real rager, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and and ragers are fun. They can be fun. Um, But like, you know, is that how you want to feel on your day though? Do you want that? Like this, you know, really energetic sort of, you know, sort of celebration or do you want something that's kind of more relaxed and chill and um, where it's, you know, maybe it's more about um, uh, like it just like it's just like a little intimate gathering or something, you know, where where you can truly just relax and and be yourself and not have to, you know, th- not expend a bunch of energy, you know, like you're just kind of mm-hmm. hanging out and having great conversation, laughing, toasting. Right. You know, and it's, it's more about this, you know, really laid back kind of deal. So, um, so that, that would be another example. Um, another one is, are you looking for your day to be visually beautiful? Like you want like, like you want your, like the flowers and the decorations and all the things to look just really spectacular, (laughs) spectacular. (laughs) And, um, and you are, you know, like, like, like if, you know, if it were magazine, like it's like the most stylish, like a real stylish wedding and you're, mm-hmm. you're expressing your sense of style and that's really important to you because you're a person that really likes to do that. Um, or do you want your day to, to be about just the festivities and, you know, how it's styled is of no consequence. And like the example I would give, like, kind of like when you go to a party and you're like, do I want to wear the super cute high heels that I look really amazing and make my legs look good? And, you know, everybody compliments me on them. But I know I might be like, oh, my feet fucking kill me at the end of the night. But right. I look so great. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> or would you rather be like, you know what? I want to be comfortable all night. I don't care if I'm cute. You know, or I mean, you're not necessarily butt ugly. We're not saying that you're right. Like, and, you're and, like, and there may be somewhere like in the middle. House too, slippers yeah. or something. <laughs> But that you're, you know, but you're wearing some cute shoes with their flats, you know, they're not, you know, the, the super slam and designer heels or whatever. Right. So kind of that, that dynamic. So there's a lot of different lanes that you can pick when thinking about how do you want your day to go down? Like, wh- how do you want that day to come together? Like, what is the general experience that you want? Right. It? And I mean, I know, and again, I don't, I'm, I, I, I worry about sounding a little touchy feely with this, but I think yeah. a lot of it is like, you know, like kind of close your eyes and envision 
you know, how you want to feel in that day. Like, kind of let yourself kind of go there. Like, you know, as you're going to, like, you know, transcendentally, transcendentally meditate and, you know, <laughs> put yourself there on that day on your fluffy cloud. <laughs> I love but, it. But, you know, you're there, there, you're there on the fluffy cloud. Do you want to be, like, in the center of a, you know, a raging dance party with, uh-huh. like, your flats on and you're sweating and all that stuff? Yes. Or do you want to be, like, yes. is it somber and mellow and you have, like, you know, your boho hippie dress on? Or where are you at? You know, yeah. where, where does your mind take you when you go there? You yeah. know? And and uh, and that's okay. Whatever you choose, yeah. You know, no, but like, none of these are right or wrong. Kinda, they're they're yeah. just what you want. What's your yeah? What's what the, is your, where do you, how you want to feel? Yeah. How do how do you want that day to be? And um, and, you know, we can add in here. Um, you want, you know, um, your parents to be proud and happy, and you don't care how you feel. That that could be an option sure. too. But you're doing but, it for other people. Yeah. You're there for other people, and you're choosing to let them kind of run the show. And and that's that kind of comes into play when people are like trying to decide their guest list and like I really don't need 200 people, but mom would be really sad if we didn't have all those folks or whatever. And it's important to you to make sure that your your parents are happy about the day, you know. But the, again, that's kind of like picking a lane and deciding what is you know what is really going to you know when you're in the middle of that day make you know and and you're um you know, you're going through that experience, you know, you got, you got what you wanted for true, you know, for reals. Okay. So everyone's taking a moment, kind of look, you know, kind of search their soul for that. Right. <laughs> Come on back from your little yes. fluffy pink cloud. Fl- okay. So now you have it in your head. Now we're going to noom you. We're going to say, why? Why do you want to do that? Why do you want, why do you want that? I mean, well, we're just going to ask, honestly, right. why do you okay, want let's, it? I'm, I'm, let's say I'm going to be in my boho, you know, my little hippy-dippy, like, sort of fun, flowery dress and uh-huh. my, you know, my Birkenstocks. And that's what I want to wear on my wedding day. Right. Why? Because I want to be comfortable. Right. And I want to be at ease and I want to feel like myself on that day. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 Does that mean, so, and is that good? Is that bad? What is that? Right. And the reason why... Um, you know the question of why is so important and at least at least it was for like specifically like the noom you know app is that you know so when you are trying to reach your goals when you're trying to make a decision of do i want do i really want that piece of chocolate cake or whatever you know uh you know well you you can say you can go back to your why and say i don't want it because i really want like for you, I really want to be able to uh, to operate at a hundred percent of myself, and having that piece of chocolate cake will will compromise that. And it's more important to me to operate. At, you know, so now making those decisions are so much easier because you know where the buck stops. Yeah, you know where the buck stops. Right. You know exactly why you are you are fighting for that thing, or you are mm-hmm. falling for that thing, or you are making decisions. They're gonna follow your. You know, your reasoning, your how you want to feel. Right. And I mean, and then I think, so if I was going to say like, you know, I'm going to go back to my little Birkenstock analogy and so like, well, why do you want to, you know, why? Why do you want to feel that way? Because I feel happier, you know, uh-huh. when I'm at ease, when I feel like myself and I'm not trying to put on airs and I can, I can feel comfortable. I feel like I, you know, can be more emotionally present when right. I feel like myself and I don't, I don't feel comfortable when I'm wearing big you know, high heels. I feel comfortable because my Birkenstocks are my, you know, my most comfortable shoes. I don't know why I'm picking on Birkenstocks. But, you know, <laughs> I've got Birkenstocks. I'm they're going with they're it, super you know? comfortable. I love Birkenstocks too, but I'm just saying like, you know, I'm uh-huh. using that because it's what, totally non-traditional uh, choice for uh, a bride's wedding shoe. Yes. Okay, but, and I have seen white Birkenstocks, by the way, that are super cute that they made specifically for weddings. Yes, or like a metallic ones. I bet they'd be so cute yeah. with a dress. Yeah. And I mean, if you have a long dress and you can't even see uh, it most of the time, you know, you wouldn't even notice it. Uh-huh. But the point being is that like, I keep asking myself, you know, in this scenario, mm-hmm. why? 
You know, why do yeah. you want to wear Birkenstocks? Why do you want to feel comfortable? What about that? And so you get to the nugget right. of like, well, maybe mainly what I want is to be able to be, you know, as comfortable in my own skin on that day as possible. I'm not right. here to do a, a show. I want to really be able to feel like my own self. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, on, on the flip side, you could be on the opposite side. In fact, I, I don't think I've shared this story with you, but um, my good friend, Jennifer, when she was getting married, she was trying to decide what dress to wear for her wedding. And she had purchased a more formal, structured, tailored dress, you know, and it was beautiful, absolutely beautiful. And she had also, and then she had second thoughts and she purchased this really pretty boho sundress. Uh-huh. And and I know she liked the boho sundress. I know she liked, her ma- liked how it made her feel light and airy and uh-huh. no big deal. But I also know my friend well enough to know that like that 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 this isn't that for her that this isn't a day that is just like any other. That this is your one and only wedding day. And that when you wear that structured dress, you're it's going to feel it's going to now have the gravity of the day. Feel really special. You're gonna feel really special. Yeah. And you're and it's going to feel really you're gonna feel amazing. And you're going to feel right. like totally you're feel like a whole other right. human being, like the most special person with right. her, you know, to be husband. So and just to be completely yeah. clear on so this, it could go both neither ways. of these Absolutely. are right or wrong. I mean, exactly. in any direction you yes. go is perfectly fine. The question is, it'll help you have a better resolution to your final, your final, where, you know, where you yes. end up on that fluffy cloud day. If you, you know, wherever that day that you originally kind of visualized, you will get there and be closer to that vision. Be very confident. If you, you have found out why you why you want that why you want yes. those things and it'll help you inform it'll help inform all the decisions you make uh up to that point totally yeah totally okay so now that you have your thing and you're and you're now like convinced and you've got like the you know you've got the um validation of why you're doing it so now you're like you are headstrong you know exactly what you're after on your wedding day um, now we're just going to find the easiest road to get to that. And again, the wedding industry has made most of this stuff kind of hard. And, and it's just because this is just the way it's always been done and nobody's really come up with better solutions for it. And it's just, <laughs> it sucks. But, but again, it's kind of a, it's sort of like a don't believe it just because that's the script you were sold. doesn't mean you have to buy it. And um, so the easiest road uh, so like, for example, say you want the big rager party, right? Like on. You want something like super high energy. You want a party. You want to dance till, you know, till you can't breathe. And cause you want to celebrate, you like, you really want to get it all out. That's and right. You really want to come on with sweaty yes. mess. Great yeah. time. <laughs> now, a lot of folks would create that at an event. Okay. And I'm always picking on the event halls. <laughs> I really do have a stick up my butt about this. You know what, this. though? Every time you think about that, whatever I, in my mind, when I think about these empty event halls, you know, I think about, like, uh, you know, the good, bad, the ugly, like, uh-huh. you know, I can't do that whistling. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, like, yeah. it's just, like, barren wasteland yes. of concrete. And you see the little the tumbleweed, tumbleweed going across. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I challenge you to fill me. You know, yes. it's, like, it's just so, like, it it's so daunting. It. It's such a stare down. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's what I feel like whenever I imagine this is, like, it's you against this, like, you, you know, the, the abyss. The, yeah, <laughs> against the great <laughs> empty unknown. So, right. so now, anyway. yeah. So, but that would be, you know, and that is the most challenging way to create your rager, right? <laughs> is to like, That's how most people do it. Yeah, that's how most people do it. And, you know, you, you rent the hall and you fill it with all the things and you, you have a fucking conversation about a floor plan. You can't see me rolling my eyes, but I'm totally it's really rolling happening. my eyes. 
and whatever are you, are you, you know are you, you do a seizure it. A, i know somebody <laughs> slapped my if somebody slapped me in the back right now my eyes would just totally stick like this but um but like yeah. you could do that or you could rent out like a well, really fun bar right you or, or like okay so like yeah the way i would look at it is or you could think to yourself where are all the places in in my life that i know that already a rager's happening kind of on the daily right 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 yeah, and it's like AKA. it's like a really fun Friday Saturday night out. Yes, right. I mean, let's you know name the places that are yes. I mean, exist only for that. You know, yes. a, a, a a dance club, a, a, a baseball game. A, you know, yes, like, yeah. Um, what was I? I was naming off of David Buster's. You yeah, know, David, like, yes. there are places like that. The whole they have spent thousands of dollars, millions of dollars, yes. creating this atmosphere of. Fun, fun, fun. Right. You know? And they've got it. they got it figured yeah, out. Yeah, roller skating rinks. I mean, right. you name it. There's all kinds of fun places. That right. You're not required exist. to create your, to create it you like it's not. the first time you've anybody's ever had a ranger bars, for a wedding. Bars. Yeah. Millions yes. of bars out there. So I'm going to tell you a story. So in fact, and, and I know she listens to this podcast because she just got engaged. I'm, gonna, I'm going to um, mention my friend Emily. Hi, Emily. <laughs> I know you are. Hello, Emily. You and Joe are um, planning your wedding. And we actually just had this conversation. And she called me up the other day and she's like, I'm getting married. Help. <laughs> like, help me. Help, help guide me through <laughs> how to do this thing. And she was uh, she was sharing with me one of her, the, her most favorite weddings she's ever attended was when the couple rented out the bar, the ship. And then we actually we were picking on the ship. a few. We were picking on. Oh, right, 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 it's yeah, kind yeah. of mainstream now. I but know. this is like in the days before, like apparently everybody in Kansas City knew about it. But either way, it's still a cool way, it's bar. It's still a really cool bar. And fun. it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And and they rented out the ship. And, and it's it was, a mid-sized bar. Yeah. And it's, it's uh, probably, yeah. you know, it, yeah, it's like two hundred people. A couple hundred people. Yeah, Maybe? I mean it's not. Yes, yeah, it's no Dave and Buster's, but it's no, not like yeah. a, a, a corner bar either. It's somewhere in the middle, right? But yeah, it's definitely so. not a fucking event hall, right? Oh it's no, not, it's not, like there's no tables. And and yeah, they have like bar bar heights, and bar tables. It's got beer. It's yes. got it's they got have, food. It's got yes. all the stuff. Eclectic in it. atmosphere, yeah. and they had a band, and they, they danced the whole night and had a grand old time. And I thought, you know what? How little you know went into creating that atmosphere that was probably like a million times better than what you could ever create in an event hall right on because the ship knows like they know how to make a fun that's their entire business that's, that's why they're around <laughs> <laughs> that's why they're in business because people want that people right. like it and it's fun and so why not make that your wedding day like why not yeah, exactly. You're required to go if to that's the your vibe hall. that you want, you want a big rager. Yes. Go, go to where it is. Go to where it is, rather than yeah. having to start. From yeah, you don't scratch. have to start from scratch. No. Vice versa. Yes. If you want something small and intimate, um, find somebody who's got a nice little living room that you. I mean, my parents when they got remarried the second, obviously remarried the second time, first time. This right. is right. Second marriage. Got you. <laughs> <laughs> How many times is I feel this? You. remarried the second time? Uh huh. Um, it was in their living room. It was beautiful. It was this, you know, beautiful home. But mm -hmm. small, you know, nothing. It's like they lived in a big mansion or anything. It was just a house. Like your house. Like this. Yeah. But it had a beautiful fireplace in the middle of it. Big uh -huh. stone fireplace. Uh -huh. And they lit candles all. It was a lot like uh, the office where they, they just lit candles everywhere. Uh -huh. You know, when, uh -huh. uh, when Michael proposes to Holly. I don't uh -huh. know if you remember that scene. Uh -huh. Anyway, um, <laughs> it was really beautiful, simple. It was me and my mom and my brother and the minister. Uh-huh. That's it. Love it. And it was awesome. It was quiet. Yeah. It was calm. They, you know, walked down the aisle to, or the aisle, and they walked into the, the room, into the room together, <laughs> uh -huh. you know, to Canon and D is very uh -huh. beautiful. Uh -huh. Everybody was fucking crying. I Aww. mean, it cost 
zero dollars right you know it was like right. it it needed nothing and right. you know like thing is it's like uh now granted it was you know it, but I, it was just a, a wedding for five or four right but right. that's if you want an intimate yeah. uh, event you can certainly do that yeah. and it doesn't have been it doesn't have to be anything more than that no yeah there's i mean uh, it's it's just about you know once you know what it is you want like yeah. just what's, what's the, the easiest, easiest way to get to it yeah no path is yeah. path of least resistance right and it and it's not specifically what is being shown to you in bridal magazines no. and you know the 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 vendor sites and all that stuff dude those are not your only options dude. because that's what you're seeing dude yes <laughs> dude 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 I want to say one this is going to be on another podcast episode but right. I want to pre- preview this thing that you Catherine and I just oh, we exchange these texts all the time we're like <laughs> you know the wedding uh, industry would have you believe that a stress-free wedding you know involves a petting zoo or you know like <laughs> talk about the, talk about the llamas whatever yes <laughs> I mean and it's just like it's endless it's just oh, like like no. you know like oh I, I you know when you say when I say easy I don't mean like you know. It's like, what were they called? I don't even remember. I did, I, I was in uh, I, I was in IKEA when you were sending that to me, so I didn't get a full read. But my point is that like, you know, what I just explained. Chill out, bride, or chill something. Chill Wedco. Okay, we chill Wedco. I don't know who you are yet, and and we're apologizing because I feel like we're picking on you without really knowing. Yeah, who but you put llamas on your but uh, easy you, wedding. The site. name of your site or your things, Chill Wedco, makes it sound like it's a chill wedding, like no bigs. But then you're involving llamas, and we're just kind of sure. This is just us with our eyebrows raised. That's right. all I'm saying. But here's and, and furthermore, like, hey, if you're into having llamas at your birthday party, go to the effing zoo because <laughs> right. that's you don't where have the to llamas bring the petting live. zoo to you. You know what I'm saying? That's go a chill to wedding the zoo. <laughs> yeah, there's a zoo. Find one. <laughs> go to it. Pay the ten dollars of admission. <laughs> there's a zoo. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. It's like you oh know, God, why make it. things fucking more complicated than they need to right. be? Because I mean. I wanted to have a zoo feel. We'll go uh, to the zoo. I know. <laughs> what about? Here, hear me out. <laughs> spitball here. Just spitballing. Just spitballing. What about like the, the zoo? zoo. <laughs> no, 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 no. I need you to bring the llamas to me. To my yard. Or to my to my whatever. big empty event hall. Whatever. When you say bring the llamas, you know you have. <laughs> oh my god! New hashtag for us. Hashtag bring the llamas. <laughs> bring the llamas. <laughs> Another you, way of saying yeah. how not chill your wedding is. <laughs> right. If you yeah, if you hear yourself saying, could bring. you just bring the llamas? <laughs> no. Oh my god! I'm dying. We are. <laughs> You're here to ask you, please, and not do that. Oh my god, that's you hilarious. You go to the llama. You go where the llamas are. You took a wrong turn somewhere. Yeah. No, I'm just saying. But I mean, but but but, yeah. but but the point. But, <laughs> but, 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 but the point there is that if you want llamas at your wedding, you go to the llamas. Yes. If you want a party, go to the party. Yes. Go to where you want the thing. If you want it to be intimate and small, <laughs> yes. go where it's intimate and small, and yes. stop trying to create reinvent the, the wheel. Yes. Yes. It's not necessary. No. And it also so will true. help you get closer to that pink fluffy cloud. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> God, the right now the pink fluffy cloud is scaring me. <laughs> Get back on the cloud. It seems like it's stressing you out. I have had too oh much God. coffee. That is hilarious. <laughs> okay, take a deep breath. Oh my God, it's hilarious. Okay, bring okay. the llamas. Bring the, hashtag bring the llamas. Okay, I think we're renaming this episode. Bring the llamas. <laughs> Anyway, I feel like okay. there's a song that there's it's a lyric. I'll come. It'll, bring it'll the hit llamas. 
just gonna make it up. Okay. Um, all right. So step four. We're getting seriously slap happy. All this coffee we've had. Um, all right. So last thing. Uh, not last thing. Second to last thing. Okay. Now that you've found the easiest road, you know what you're after. You know why you want it. Delegate that shit. Do you know what that means to delegate, folks? I mean, I don't mean that to be condescending, but no, like for reals, delegate it. You know what? Because I tell you, I, I have a I have a problem. My name is Amy, and I have a delegation problem. <laughs> Hi, Amy. <laughs> Hi, my name is Amy. Because <laughs> I say, sometimes I'll say, I'm going to delegate. I uh-huh. do this to my daughter all the time. She hates it. Uh-huh. Sophie, this is your job. I'm going to delegate this to you. Yet I hover over her. Have you well, done it yet? It. Where are you doing it? Where, don't put it like there. Don't do it like that. Right. That is not delegating. Not that delegating. is micromanaging somebody. Yes. Find somebody to do the job that you can trust and then leave it alone yes. because that is that is how you will make yourself yes. crazy on your wedding day yeah. and you can give good clear instruction yeah. it's not like hey i'm just gonna hope you get it right and hold on and give you esp that does that not mean that you right. need to write a 10 page document right either or the other side yeah <laughs> but but you can give clear clear direction say hey so and so um can you know can you oversee i don't know the flowers you and know? be prepared to give them some sort of either financial or yeah Reward you. Help, hey, I'll take you. To, I promise a spa day to you if you will yeah. help me out with this. Yes. You know, it's not. This is not a freebie because they're family. Right. Don't do that to your family. Right. Or your friends. Right. But you know, it may not be as much as you would pay a wedding planner. Yeah. But you could be like, can you just make sure that the flowers are yeah. delivered to this place at this time? I don't want to be messing with yeah. you. Could you please? You know, yeah. I'll, I'll. You know, I'll take care of you if you yeah, I'll, handle I'll, these little. It'll details. be girls. Girls' night out on me. I'll buy you a round or two. Whatever. Yeah. 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 Totally. But but yeah, just delegate that. Find yes. somebody that you trust. Say these are the things I need you to do. Like yeah, make sure the flowers are here. And if the caterer is late, could you call them and find yeah. out where they are? Yeah. You know that kind of stuff. So you don't have to mess with it. Yes. Yes. And um. Because whatever you don't delegate, by the way, just just to remind you again, that be prepared to personally deal with that shit. On you your are wedding the groom. Day. You so, are the your partner. So yeah, you are your partner. Okay. So th- otherwise known as working on your wedding day. So oh, you're going to be you. working on your wedding day. If you don't, whatever you don't delegate, you are now working on your wedding day. You are now concerning yourself with that minutia or whatever, you know. And then you're no longer, you know. Like, you don't want to work on your wedding day. Don't do it. Don't do it. And you don't have to do it. No, you don't. You want to be on that fluffy cloud. (laughs) Fluffy cloud. Pink. (laughs) Yeah. No, no, no. But yeah, delegate. Delegate, delegate, delegate. delegate. Yes, yes. And And, and really do it. Really, yeah. Don't micro, yeah, not micromanaging, but like clear direction, hand it off and, you know, set it and let it. Set it and forget it. Set it and let it. Set it and forget it. Yes. (laughs) So then um, on the note of the fluffy white cloud. Pink cloud. What color was the cloud? Doesn't matter. Your cloud. Blue, you blue whatever cloud, color you want. Cloud. I was saying pink because that's my pink. favorite color. Okay. But pink cloud. Okay, you fluffy pink cloud. You're, it's your cloud. So I would say that your fluffy pink cloud is actually another uh, way of saying the. Um, okay, so like imagine you are on a you're going to like uh, your 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 county's local carnival, and you're walking in and you're there with your friends and you're going to have a nice day at the fair at the carnival. And there's all these rides to ride. Yeah. Right. And everybody has a ride that they really enjoy. And actually, this is kind of a giant metaphor for everything we just talked it about. It is. And it's a good one. So Keep like, going, girl. So like some people really love the Tilt-A-Whirl because the spinning is super fun. Some people love that that giant boat. Oh, my God. That thing freaks me out. Oh you know, where it like it swings and you're like, and then like it comes back down. It's like you're falling. Oh, my God. I know. It's my awful. favorite one is the, the Gravitron. Terror. 
What's the gra- is that the one like where you stick to the wall? Yeah, centrifugal yes. force, and you just like you know, the bottom <laughs> drops out, and you're up oh against the wall. Oh my god! And they play like <laughs> like, like really ACDC or freaking Rush or whatever. <laughs> anyway, right. Yeah, like so that one, ri- or just a good old fashioned roller coaster, up and down and around you go, right? Right on. So there's so or or the chill Ferris wheel. Right. I don't know about that. It's gonna go around. What about the carousel? Just a nice or easy nice going. carousel. Yeah, I, don't, I don't consider Ferris wheel easy going. That scares oh, right. the shit out of me. <laughs> Some but people don't like that. Yeah, whatever. Yes. Anyway, but anyway, but it's it's you, you get it. there's so many different rides and, and attractions to enjoy, and one of those is sort of basically how you that that's embodying your wedding day. That's your pink your pink fluffy cloud is one of those rides at the carnival. You know what? But even I, I think it's even bigger than that. You know, I, I, I mean, I like I like this this idea, but I also kind of like the idea of like when you walk in through the doors of Worlds of Fun uh-huh. or into the world, the you know, into the, you know, the main entrance of Disney World. Right? right. What you do not want is somebody like, OK, well, now on our agenda. Right. On our, like, no, 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 no. I want to feel right. like I want to take my hair down. Right. I want to make sure I've got my, you know, my ID in my back pocket and then I want to just go. But when I what I would yes, say for the sake of this analogy. Yes. The sake of this analogy, um, the amusement, the the park isn't your wedding. One singular ride is the metaphor for your wedding because you yeah. can you can have any one of them. But in, for your wedding, you're going to only pick one one ride. You know, are you the carousel? Or are you the, what do you call it? The Gravitron? Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you the Teltor? Yeah. Which one are you? Right? And you're Get gonna, on the ride and ride. Right. And you're going to go buy your tickets. You're going to get, you're going to get ready to go on the ride. And, but the last piece of this, you know, enjoying your wedding process is that once you've decided on what ride, right? Once you've decided what kind of experience you want, you get on the ride and you just ride it. There's nothing more to do. Mm-hmm. Don't try to control it because, like, once you're on that ride, you you're can't not getting do off. anything. You're not getting <laughs> off. You are on it, and there's no going anywhere. And imagine if you were on that ride and you were telling people how to do things while they were sitting there trying to do the ride with you. Like the thing about <laughs> though, if you've ever been on a on a on a ride like that, like uh-huh. like for instance, for me, it's a roller coaster. It's like yeah. Or like I my my analogy has always been like when you're on a jet ski. Like there, yeah. you, 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 it is pure unadulterated fun fun like yeah. you try like i think i've said to you before you try not to smile on a jet ski <laughs> you cannot so do much. it it is impossible, impossible unless you like smile, yeah. you know wrecked and you've hit you know whatever i mean <laughs> but like when you're really riding that somehow, jet ski yes. it is so fun and yes. and there's no the the that part of your brain that planning part of your brain is on vacation yes and it and it should be and yes. that is that is really similar where it's like you know you don't want to be like and, and I'm on a roller coaster same yeah. kind of feeling it's like you know nothing <laughs> I am just trying I feel like I'm in survival mode of like right. ah, you know, it's so exciting <laughs> right. and fun and that you know it's one thing to say like be in the moment you know right but if you truly are in the moment like you can't un, you can't un- not be in, be the, in moment. the moment right yes, yes. it's like in, and it's that's the idea of like Once being on that have, ride yes. and it's just like you know, turn turn it off. Turn off Being that part on that of your brain. Ride means that you have willingly surrendered all control. You have willingly surrendered all control, and you are ready just to go where the ride takes you. You know, and hopefully you don't throw up on the ride. <laughs> we're gonna hope you. We're gonna hope you planned well enough. But if not you do, to eat that funnel cake. That's beforehand. okay too. That's okay but too. But 
But if you do, we're going to hope that it doesn't ruin <laughs> your trip on the ride. Um, but but ultimately speaking, um, you you get to just have fun and you can't not you can't plan anymore once you're on it. Like it's done. The, you know, the planning mm-hmm. is done and you're enjoying your time. So, so, yes. Yeah. I mean, and I think that, you know, what, what I think to summarize, you know, what what we're what we're saying today is um, a lot of these. Uh, 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 the best the best route to that you know pure abandoned you know moment of truly enjoying your day has to do with you know setting yourself up from for success from the very beginning yes you know making sure that you have you know set yourself up to have the kind of day that you want that you know the purpose of why you are heading there right you know you have made choices that have made this a really easy path for yourself right you have asked people to help you who can you know manage some of these details so you when you get on that ride you don't have to worry about it yeah it's not they they're they've got your back if something happens you know they brought the barf back you know like <laughs> right you know and and, and I love you know it. So they're good. they're here for you you yeah. know and that and you and you've thought about that ahead of time so when you do get on that ride you can just turn off and you yeah. can and like because that is truly the only way to really like savor your day yes. enjoy your day because nobody wants to work no on their wedding no nobody wants to be micromanaging shit on their wedding day no. and you don't want to be thinking about like well did i really want to have this kind of wedding or did i want another kind of wedding no 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 no, no. Right. you you chose that fluffy cloud cloud months ago right you knew where you wanted and you to know why up. you want it and you are you know why you yes, want it and here you are and so there's nothing to second yes. guess yeah here you are yeah that's it. Yeah. yeah. Make it sound so easy. I know. That's all. That's all. <laughs> just get married. You know, no bigs. <laughs> you know, whatever. So, yeah. So, I think, I think we've pretty much, you know, summed up how, um, you know, uh, I guess our thoughts on how you can approach your wedding day that allows you to savor it rather than surviving it. Because, you know, you're, it's, it, the day is too precious. It's too, too personal, too special to just fucking survive it nobody wants to fucking survive and <laughs> make sure i get my f-bomb quote in there survive <laughs> I think we got there. i think we do nobody wants nobody <laughs> just wants to survive their wedding you want to savor it right. it's, it's a great it's a great day we want you to savor it we want you know we want you to enjoy it because it's you know you only get married once ideally you only get married once so right on. yes yeah t- t- you know let your hair down like you know be uh be happy be comfortable in that day i don't yes. know it sounds, I, now all of a sudden it sounds like a stupid like <laughs> i don't know <laughs> earlier or not or have your hair up because it makes you feel special whatever it is you you get to do the thing that you know is exactly how what you want so yeah Oh, I think hopefully that was helpful I don't today. Know. I don't know. <laughs> hopefully, we have a lot of there was a, a lot of analogies today. I know, as we do, <laughs> as we like you do, like you do. <laughs> All right. Well, so we will be back. It will probably be what um, we doing every. You know, we're, week we we are kind weeks. of you know just for our listeners out there, we are kind of toying around with our schedule, trying to get a little organized so we can make sure we get our social media out there so folks can follow along and yep. on what we're doing. And uh, so we are scaling back a couple of our recordings a month to do that. So it might be next week, it might be two weeks from now, but we will be back um, in the next week or two. And we look forward to talking to you guys again about how to. Um, how to approach your wedding. Make the most of the day. Yeah. Yeah. We love it. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Amy Rizzo signing off. Yes. Catherine Hogan. And we will see you guys next time on ID Rescue. Bye now. Bye.